Sing us the song of your people. Howdy! Welcome to episode 14 of the Where Are We podcast. This is Orange Wolf, and I'm joined by Blue Wolf and Tiger Wolf, I guess. <laughs> Live at the Virginia Howl 2021. Say hey, guys. Hey! How's it going? It's going decent. Yep, going pretty good. So far, so good, at least. So far, so good. No one has caught fire yet, and no one has been rolled down a barrel, down a hill, so that's a good thing. The night is young. <laughs> the night is young, and yeah, there's, yeah. Uh, so, we are going to take this opportunity to interview a few people who are at the HAL. Uh, basically, TA, if you want to go ahead and take over on that part. Sure. So, we're going to do an interview with uh, several people. Their questions we will have asked them are... What were your impressions going into the Howl, either preconceived or at the time of the Howl? And then what were your thoughts going out of the Howl, impressions, what have you? And then finally, how was your experience at the Howl? Seems reasonable enough. And with that, we'll jump into the interviews. Wait, stop. (laughs) So, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm TK. I'm a gray wolf, New Yorker, and uh, techie. Name Strides. I'm a white tiger. I've just been this kind of way, starting from an early age, not really sure until coming into my own, which is a journey and a story probably for another time. My name is Rain. Uh, I use the last name Silvermoon when dealing with this uh, kind of theory and stuff. My stereotype is a white arctic wolf, and it's it's been a long process figuring out that's exactly where I went, but I always had an inkling that Canid was definitely on the right track. I myself am also a trans person, so my pronouns are he, him, and I've, thanks to a lot of the stuff that I've learned from figuring out my stereotype and all of that kind of self-discovery, I was able to find out a lot more of that too, so that was interesting. Hi, I am Kit. Uh, I go by Kit Fallen on a couple different forms. My theory type is a cat, a domestic cat, house t- house cat. Uh, some people get confused that I'm a big cat when I just say cat. I go by uh, she, her pronouns and they, them pronouns. I am uh, 32 years old with like at least a decade, if not more, experience in Therian and other kin communities. Uh, I go by Callisto. My stereotype is a Banks Island wolf from Canada. Uh, I've been in the, well, I've been on the fringes of the Ethereum community for a little over 20 years now, and uh, I'm just now getting my, my paws wet again uh, here by attending the Howl. I'm Sam, or Obreon. I'm a maned wolf, is my stereotype, and I am an indigenous member of the Eastern Chickahominy um, Indian Division, and uh, Palatan lands of Virginia. Question number one. What were your initial thoughts, feelings, etc. going into the Howl? So, first I want to thank everybody for, for having me on, for having me at the Howl. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, to your question, Going into it, I think I don't. I didn't really know what to expect. I expected just you know a bunch of people who were animals of different kinds and, and so on, just like talking to each other, trying to make it a good space, trying to um, like build like an instance of community that um, makes sense for everyone. At least that's what I hoped I would find. Just community. The last time I met another Therian was 14 years ago. So it's just like, wow. It's like going from that, like 0 to 100. You're not around any Therians most of the time. And then you go straight to the howl and it's all us. And it's it, it, it feels really good. It, um, you know, it feels really good. Our initial thoughts would most likely be, um, I'm sorry, what is going on in the woods? 
<laughs> Wait, that's a thing? And then a mixed bag of emotions of, am I going to be outcasted? Am I going to be okay? Uh, is there anything I need to worry about? And then we did a video call and all those worries just whoosh, disappeared. And all the only emotions that were left was excitement and ex mostly excitement for like what food is going to be uh, processed. Cause I was told the food was going to be great, but like excited to go and hear other people's stories to go and be an act and be myself and not have to be worried about being judged. And that's the biggest first impression I, I got. Well, I was very excited. Uh, this is the second how I've ever been to in my life. And I already knew uh, most of the people who would be coming uh, this go-around. And to be, like, be around those people again was very, very exciting. And also meeting new people is kind of new. It's always nice to see there are more of us out there that kind of can understand where your journey's kind of taken you. And allowed to kind of like have that space to share our differences and our similarities in a no judgment zone. That's really like the core of my thoughts going in. It was a lot of excitement. <laughs> I've been to Howl's before. I went to a couple of the ones hosted by the wear list uh, back in the day. That was quite a few years ago. They were a lot of fun. Uh, I, ironically, they were mostly wolves while this one was mostly big cats. Um, <laughs> when we went there, we had just a kind of campground and someone would bring a whole bunch of meat and whatnot. <laughs> and then we'd sit and cook it and chat about all sorts of things. Um, I wanted to bring uh, my boyfriend and uh, his boyfriend to this house uh, to make sure that they, as Therians, got to experience a howl Because I think it's important... Not just for, like, wolf therians and other more social therian types and things like that, but just as human beings as well, to experience the kinship that goes along with being a therian and meeting others in person. It was a mix of apprehension and excitement. I had been to a few howls a long time ago down in South Carolina, and... Uh, I, I was eager to, to get back into them, and I, I felt fortunate that one sprung up so close to home and, uh, and, and a proximity to uh, the, the time frame of me kind of falling back into the community. Uh, some, some rough times had happened in my life, and uh, you know, I just kind of feel fortunate that I was able to make it up here. And uh, the, the, the apprehension mainly came from a lot of times when I'm entering a new social situation I'm always kind of like in a in a slight panic mode about oh I don't know what's going on I'm going to a completely new place it's just kind of a normal normalized anxiety but uh, I mean the moment I, I got here a lot of that was just just swept away from the moment I met uh, our, our, our lovely leggy at the gate <laughs> so I'd gone to the howl in 2019 and really really enjoyed myself kind of opened me up to accepting more about myself. Um, coming to this house, it was a different location. Um, it wasn't on public property, so I didn't know really how that was going to affect, you know, how I expressed myself and how I was able to more genuinely, you know, take part in how. Now that we're wrapping up the howl, what are your thoughts, feelings, impressions now? I won't. I won't say like my expectations were like one hundred percent spot on because, like, to an extent, I didn't really have concrete expectations. Like, I hoped that everyone would be like cool, reasonable, like so on and so forth. But right now, I'm like. I've had nothing but, like, acceptance and just, like, people who can, you know, you guys, just, like, common experiences talking about, you know, our awakenings, talking about 
you know, how we experience animality, talking about how we're alike rather than different. Those have been really the highlights of my time here. The intellectual contact, you know, the emotions and different kinds of people, you know, coming together. It's just really great. And I hope I can come to the next one. Spiritually, I've never been more balanced, <laughs> which is, it's a surreal and ethereal feeling um, at best. And at worst, it's the, I wish I can go and lay on like the hard ground and not worry about that root that's digging my back in the middle of the night. But other than that, it's been, <laughs> it's been great. Um, definitely got to go and meet new people and make, um, hopefully make new friends, definitely getting connections in. And this is going to sound cliche, but not feeling alone. I mean, at the moment, I feel like I'm a lot more like centered. I feel like I've kind of achieved this kind of relaxation uh, within myself uh, with everything going on in the world. I've kind of been very much kind of shut inside my apartment for, you know, exiled for the good of the realm, as uh, some of my friends have put it. Um, and just kind of uh, getting out again in this environment has kind of brought a lot of... It's brought a lot of peace, to be honest. So I'm... I've really enjoyed my time so far. It's been great. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been fun. It's been fun. I really like this campsite. It's really lovely. It's been great hanging out with everybody. It's always... It, when I first went to uh, the last Howl run by this group, uh, it was interesting in that it was mostly... Uh, felines as opposed to canines because that's usually what I'm used to. So it's even kind of more interesting now that there's almost an even balance of both. Uh, <laughs> it'd be more interesting if there was more than just canines and uh, felines mm -hmm. even. And hopefully we'll get there. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's kind of interesting as a uh, domestic uh, Therian to be around like the more Wild Therians is kind of how I term it, of just like, everyone's like, I'm at home in the wo in the woods, I want to go howl at things, I want to go chase everything, and I'm like, I kind of miss the AC, I want to go nap on a couch in the sunlight. <sighs> but everyone's having fun, so I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> I'm going to go catch some grasshoppers. <laughs> They're more my speed. <laughs> um, I'd say my primary thought is I wish I had gotten here yesterday. It's definitely, it's feeling like it's over uh, way too soon, but uh, it didn't work out. Didn't work out this time. Uh, I, I, I've had a great time, but I've met a lot of, of great people, and it, it reminded me a lot of my, my uh, experiences at previous Howls. Uh, everyone's real easy to get along with, and it's nice to just be with people where I like we swapped we swapped stories earlier, but it was nice to just be around people where you really don't you don't have to say anything we all you know we came together through our our shared experiences and it's just that. There, there's like a kind of a predetermined level of intimacy I enjoy because you know we're all kind of already we're, we're familiar with each other on on that level of uh, enduring theory and anthropy and uh, we we had a lovely walk uh, through the woods I, I kind of wish we could have gone on a couple more <laughs> and yeah it's just been nice getting to to know some new people putting faces to uh, internet uh, nicknames that I've known over the, the past past year or so and, uh, and ideally I'd, I'd like to come back next year assuming you guys would would have me again and uh, see what kind of projects or mischief we can come up with uh, overall you know it it's a good time and I'd say if you uh, want to throw together something in your local area it's definitely worth doing uh, exploring 
in real life and uh, talking about these things uh, face to face has a whole new level of uh, of sinking in and uh, what's that bonding bonding in a way so, uh, absolutely if you can attend one or feel up to arranging one go for it oh it was absolute blast <laughs> um i i think getting to meet some more people really added depth um to my experience in this community uh i think also being able to be on this private property allowed me to walk around naked and, <laughs> you know, and be my own person and not feel limited by, you know, the, the normal people that are 30 feet away camping for a family vacation. <laughs> yeah. That, that was the biggest thing was having the space uh, for all of us to be who we are. Now, how was your experience at the Howl? Like, how how would you describe your experience? I had like an eight hour train ride uh, down down to Virginia, so that was experience number one. And it really actually wasn't so bad because I slept most of it, so you know that was cool. Then Sam picked me up and we came down here, and then you and I met, and right away it was just like it didn't feel like there was any kind of barrier. It felt like, okay, like, this person's just really open, like, and, like, immediately feel that there. And I wonder, it made me wonder if that's how, like, like, I don't know if I should say neurotypical or, or just non-variants are, are like with each other. I've always felt like a sort of barrier between, like, me and, like, other people. Not Not always, but, like, it's just hard to know what another person wants when I meet another fairy and it's like, there's nothing there's n that's not there. Like, I don't have to, there's no need to be like transactional. There's no need to even like say anything beyond like a good greeting. It's just like, okay, spider sense. You're like me. Let's, 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 let's move on that. That's not a question that needs to be asked and then just like the you know activities just like building the fire pit building the tents um and so on it's just all a really great chance to bond and get to know the therians you know maybe not so intergenerationally because i think we're um i think we're like in in, in one sort of age group it's mostly 30s and 40s ish yeah. yeah and so uh it, it, it's just everyone coming together and building the space and and providing the experience for each other you know that's been a highlight it's been wild pun intended it's been wild <laughs> <laughs> it's been wonderful moments of watching random people go into the lake and question Knowing that they know that there's stuff in the lake, or probably not knowing and then realizing it while they're still there and be like, it's okay. <laughs> it's like, cool. Um, but it's been a surreal and unbelievable time. And as my first time here, I really look forward to the future. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add? Not really. Very Possibly good. just see y'all next year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think that you personally have to attest to the power of the pelt. Okay, this pelt. This this pelt. I was only a foot away from someone very dear to me holding the pelt. And I have an ear cuff, and it's usually secured on. I put my hood up while this wonderful person is holding a pelt, and my earring just pops off and disappears for like 15 minutes. We have our cell phone lights out looking for this earring, and this great guy over here is like, found it. Where? Right here? Thank you. Glares the pelt. But at the same time, not really glaring with hatred because that would just exaggerate things. So it's, it's, it's a profound 
length of respect of please don't mess with me, I won't mess with you, and I'll ensure you don't go near that fire that some other people want to throw you in. <laughs> well, it's always uh, interesting, especially when you're meeting people for the first time. There's always that slightly hesitant kind of almost walking around each other, kind of checking each other out type deal, just kind of sizing everybody up. And then once that initial, like, hesitancy is, like, broken, we can all just relax and commiserate about sitting on our tails wrong and all of that fun stuff. And it's nice to just kind of be in a group of people where I'm like, God, my ear itches. And they, and I know, and they know, that I'm not talking about the ones people normally see. <laughs> so just kind of, like, being among like-minded people and kind of we've all gone through this uh self-discovery and like we've all had different ways of getting here but somehow we all ended up here and at the end of the day we can kind of like commiserate and laugh at ourselves a little bit too it's <laughs> fantastic thank you so much for sharing yeah no problem and with that, I think, um... No, no, your reflections of the cult. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you actually caused chaos with it. I, I did, I did. Um, well, first of all, the pelt is incredibly soft. And I could not resist the urge to just give the head scratches. Head scratches of the... Okay, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> and watch as something goes haywire with the uh, recording, because that's probably what's gonna go down. But I was, you know, just simply holding on to the pelt and... You know, giving it attention. To, I eventually ended up having it draped over my shoulder, and my boyfriend loses his ear cuff just in the grass, and it's right by the fire, so that firelight is not helping us find this silver ear cuff at all. And I was pretty much convinced, like, I was like, okay, you're not gonna find it tonight. Just flat out, there is no freaking way. You'll probably find it in the morning when, you know, the sun comes back up and the mischief gets tucked away back in the mischief box. Um, thankfully, uh, we were able to retrieve the wayward earring. And I think um, my boyfriend could have looked at me like, very long and stare in tiger like, I don't, please, please be nice. But yeah, the pelt's cool. I, I jive with it, and I, I always love a little bit of mischief, too. <laughs> I think going forward, I'm looking forward to the next ones. Uh, I'm Every time I go to a hell, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be so much more social with everyone online, and then I, I'm just not. <laughs> Hopefully this time I'll prove myself wrong, I'll be more social, and I'll keep up more of the social interactions I've made here, and, and I know we'll... I'll keep in contact at the very least through Discord and things, but <laughs> and then I become an introvert and a hermit, and I go cat underneath the couch for a while <laughs> and I hide from everyone. <laughs> but uh I look forward to the to to my boyfriend and his boyfriend's experiences and how excited they'll be at the end of this and just kind of enjoying their newness to this and how their impressions of finally meeting other Therians and getting and for for my boyfriend getting to re-meet people that he previously met and hung out with and made really intense connections with and stuff just I don't know, experiencing that through them again <laughs> and enjoying that. Uh, I have nothing but good things to say about it. Um, let's see. We, oh, I, I talked about the, the walking already, the, the getting to know some new people. Uh, the, the weather was perfect despite some third party potential intervention <laughs> and uh, uh you know, it, <laughs> I woke it up <laughs> um you know I I've only been here I maybe 12 hours now and I've had some pretty uh revealing conversations with some of the attendees here some some great thoughts 
to take home with me and, and think about, um, especially like with, with rain, we, we were having some pretty good conversations and uh, it, it's kind of one of the reasons I come to these things and you know, I absolutely, uh, I, I've absolutely enjoyed myself. No qualms about coming back. How'd you enjoy swimming with tigers? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, I would like to say that uh, wet tigers smell way better than wet dogs, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it was kind of yeah, it was kind of interesting how I think both of you had kind of the turtle encounter while we were out there in the water, trying not to imagine uh, what we what we were walking through, oh. and then of course uh, when we swam out to the the goose decoy and Zeph had to turn it over and be like, hey, what's under here? Oh, it's vile. Um, but no, that, that, that was a great, it was a great time, uh, you know, coming, coming out here, uh, I think kind of taking, taking the, the, the pieces of civilization off and, you know, just jumping in a lake and swimming around is definitely part of the experience Although, uh, you know, I might be getting some chemical burns. I don't know what's in that water. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, great. It was a great time. I feel like this howl was a lot more spiritual for me. Um, I felt a lot more connected to the earth. And a lot of that was because of the other people here. And I think that the experience of each person felt a lot more grounded and a lot more or a lot less restricted. Um, and kind of that freedom just really, really brought me spiritually closer to myself. I think I have a lot of work to do. Um, but I think this howl has really opened the door to that. Um, is there anything else you want us to know? Um, pelt, perhaps? I don't have a main wolf pelt. I think Zeph was going to get one for me. So um, whenever you want to go down to South America, that <laughs> started. Stuff. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's, it doesn't matter if it's black market. You know, ethically sourced. If that's a thing on the black market, we'll make it work. <laughs> no, okay. yeah, that's about it. All right, very good. Well, thank you so much for uh, contributing to this howl, and um, thank you for. Um, contributing to this podcast. Thank you, especially for letting us use this land, because you are the reason that we have this opportunity to use it on, or to, to host the Howl on a non-public property. So that has given us, like you said, a different kind of freedoms that we haven't had in the past. So yeah. I think it's allowed people to kind of be themselves a lot easier. Made it happen, Sam. Thanks yeah. so much. Well, thank you. And you guys really inspired me to, you know, be able to research this and allow it to happen. So, yeah. Woo. What were your thoughts, feelings, impressions going into the howl? How did you feel? Uh, my, my thoughts and feelings and impressions overall was pretty similar. I mean, a little bit more nervous this year, honestly, uh, with still dealing with COVID and, and everything and uh, a new site and all that. But at the same time, pretty excited to meet up with some of the folks that we met last time. It was nice meeting Rain and uh, Kat and everybody last time. Of course, Zeph uh, and Sam. It was a lot of fun, uh, honestly. And uh, was really looking forward to it, and just kind of that that anxious anticipation getting into it, and then knowing I also had a pretty significant drive ahead of me. So that you know, there was a lot that went into it, but uh, you know, that's kind of where I was. Yeah, it was a bummer last year because it's like we we tried to hold on to the last minute for this COVID stuff to go away, and nope, it, it just wasn't. So I think this year I was hyper alert that. I don't know, we'd have some kind of mass breakout or something and, and everybody would just cancel last minute. So I'm definitely glad that things got pulled together, that's for sure. Definitely. What about UTA? I mean, this was, what were what were you expecting coming into this? Oh, you, geez. This is, this is your first howl, so. Yes. Um, so my first howl, yes. Um, I was extremely excited. I 
didn't know exactly what to expect, which just added to the excitement. I was very adamant about making sure nothing got in the way of messing this up, right down from getting to the airport obscenely early to making sure everything was lined up, all my ducks were in a row, like nothing was going to stop me from getting to this thing. I, I had to laugh because the morning of the howl, like I, I'm hearing, or that Thursday morning, I think it was, that people were going to start arriving there. Whenever your flight came in, people were reporting that there were floods in Virginia. And I'm like, oh no, TA is going to be stuck on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, luckily I was not stuck on a plane. And the floods, in fact, completely bypassed the campsite. So we were completely fine. Now, uh, what about you? Zeph, what were your initial thoughts? Oh, I mean, this is the first how that I've ever been to. So, you know, I've, I've heard about them in the past and I've heard some good things. I've heard some crazy, scary things. I mean, you hear about people getting rolled down hills and barrels and people wearing weird pelts and stuff. <laughs> I, uh, this year, I had that little bit of anxiousness, too, in advance. This uh, the, the first two howls we held up in Shenandoah National Park and... This year, it was on private property, so there were a lot of different variables in play, and I, for me, I was trying to be a little more off the cuff as far as how I help host this thing. Like, I, I didn't, I kind of want to help other people feel empowered to do these kinds of things on their own, so I've been trying to kind of let people take on more responsibilities of their own, too, and it's it's always... For someone who has a history of, of being anxious, it's it's interesting to try to push that by the wayside and have that trust in people. So, um, but nothing went wrong. Um, everything went according to whatever plans animal people have. Very good. All right, uh, Blue will swing back around here. Uh, what were your thoughts, feelings, impressions uh, wrapping up at the end of the howl? I was pretty happy. It Again, it was good to see everybody. It was good to make some new contacts, and it, it was just a nice time. The weather really held out really well for us, other than that uh, first <laughs> first few hours. Uh, just and despite someone bringing the rain stick and trying their best to influence things, um, yeah, uh, and the site was really really worked out very well. It, a lot less rocky than uh, Shenandoah. So that was nice to be able to actually, you know, drive a tent stake into the ground and not have it bend immediately. Oh, wait, wait. But TA was trying to help me put my tent up and somehow he still managed to find the big rocks. Yep. So you, you pitched a tent and you found rocks. <laughs> uh, no comment. What happens at the hell stays at the hell. Okay. Just, just perspective. So I, I, I was actually very happy and I think that this was a, you know, it was very chill uh, overall. Everyone was pretty relaxed. Uh, we had a good drum circle. You know, I inadvertently made the, the shared meal, not realizing I was doing that at the time. Worked out well, though. Even though someone's still complaining he didn't get enough. He could still see the bottom of his bowl, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, I had a good time. I really enjoyed it. And uh, it, it was just, it, it was nice to be able to let, let, let some of the guards down and, and allow the, the, the wolf out a little bit more. Uh, despite still appearing to have a, a stick up my my tail side, so <laughs> and earning the nickname Camp Dad. <laughs> I don't know. There's that one picture of you looking at me and Sam, and you just got this. Uh, you you look pissed off, and I just look su supremely defiant. <laughs> it's like I don't know. <laughs> poor blue. Oh man, I, I think for me, I I don't know. I felt like this howl was more organic than the one we had before. It helped out that uh, in 2019, we had a lot of people who have returned since then. So it, it's like we already have some of that bond formed, even though you know it's been two years since we've seen some of these people, we are still familiar with them. So it, it helped to kind of set the pace for things. There was less formality. I, I kind of have to joke because Callisto joined, and I don't think I really said too much to him as far as introduction goes. He's like, hey, you're Zeph, right? And I'm like, yeah. And then I just got kind of quiet. Our introduction 
or icebreaking session was literally jumping into the scummy pond and just <laughs> swimming about with with TA. So um, it definitely felt like people could shed those those awkward moments a little bit faster and just kind of be themselves. So I thought that was really good. Uh, I am definitely glad that we did the drum circle. I was terrified. I'm glad that everyone who attended felt, you know, that, that if they wanted to take the opportunity to give it a try too, they could. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I just took a little forcing though. Here, here's a drum play. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. TA, I think I just kind of threw my drum and put it in your hands. <laughs> then I like walked <laughs> away and I'm like, <laughs> oops. But uh, the last few times that I've tried to to host these things in advance, I'm like strategizing what we need to do, like scheduling time, everything else like that. And it's just organically people were getting into psychological and philosophical discussions. They were talking about their very anthropy in various different ways. They were expressing it in different ways that they felt uh, free to do and it just overall, I agree. I think it was a very good one. Yes, I remember uh, at one point someone tried to hand a drum off to me and I couldn't because Supreme Phantom Shift slash Partial Mental. Oops. So it was pretty good. Um, I will say for my piece, um, my closing thoughts and feelings was it was absolutely wonderful. I I cannot stress enough how relaxing that that whole experience was uh no ironic pun intended intend your puns damn you no i will not it opened so much in me like from being able to express that part of me freely without a care in the world to being able to delve into my psyche with drum circle to just being able to be and exist as what i am and just accept it and let time carry me away that it was it was indescribable i i really really enjoyed it and believe it was worth every dollar every second i spent there every unknown piece from that pond uh, every, yeah. yes that too <laughs> you know i thought i was growing a second tail but it's just a leech yeah. <laughs> the look on your faces when you were getting out and he said to check for leeches was just priceless. <laughs> well, I didn't know if he was joking or not, so I, I yeah. assumed that he was. But the, probably the look on my face the, when I'm walking through about a half a foot of muddy, silty, slimy, sludgy stuff was just, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty disgusting. Um, Blue, so how would you, overall, like, how would you describe your experience at the Hell? I know you sort of brushed that on the previous question, but we got to cover all three questions here. Uh, I would say relaxing. It was a, a good disconnect. Um, you know, get, just getting away from, from everything, getting out in the woods, spending some time with uh, people of the same mindset in, in various degrees and, and having those discussions. It's it's liberating in a lot of ways, or reaffirming in a lot of ways. So I I, I just enjoyed it. Eh, could have slept better as usual. At the same time, it was just it. I I enjoyed it. It was nice to get out there and and just be away from everything. Disconnected is the best way I can put it. And you know, re refinding grounding, getting that connection back to nature, getting that connection back to the earth. And just enjoying the time and, and being some uh, wonderful people, like getting a chance to meet UTA. You know, that was a that was a highlight. Getting to see it, you know, getting to see everybody else, too, and, and see how everyone's kind of changed over the last couple of years, uh, especially. It, it was really cool. It was really cool. This is the best, the simplest way I could put it when you get down to it. Uh, Zeph, do you want to describe your experience overall? My experience began with a text message saying, hey, you need to pick up toilet paper because nobody brought any to the campsite. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, this thing's already plenty of leaves. <laughs> yeah, plenty of leaves. <laughs> um, I, again, I, I, I think it was very, it was very freeing. I know it's been a really weird and rough year for me. So being able to shred, uh, being able to shed some of that stress, like, 
the, the first half a day, I'm like trying to mindfully focus on just getting away from my phone and everything else and just decompressing and just kind of existing, just being there. And the moment that I was able to, it's like entirely freeing. So I know this how I think I've let people see more and more of me that maybe they're not used to, which might include my boobs. I don't know, but <laughs> I, I felt like I was more at home with the group and more able to share even the non-Therian things about myself that are simply parts of me. Uh, you know, the pelt came out, it caused chaos, but <laughs> I, I didn't feel judged at some of the, the weird things that are just simply parts of who I am. And if anything, I felt like I was encouraged to just be myself. And I think that's important. Absolutely. I would agree that uh, there was a general feeling of just be yourself there and judge-free zone. I, I do have to say that the stars of this show are definitely the four-legged critters, though. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were the best swimmers. Uh, the best uh, stinkos of tents. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about not sleeping? Well, first off, I forgot my... Uh, I had absolutely nothing to use as a pillow. Second off, Secret Doggo decided to swim around in this swamp that we're... <laughs> excuse me, pondy, swampy thing that we're discussing, and... Decides to roll all over my sleeping bag with it, so my sleeping bag's wet, and she decides to take over half of it anyway. And I'm like, this is my life now. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's interesting because I actually still did sleep well. Like, all the, the natural sounds around the, the temperatures at night I thought were amazing. So Yeah, temperatures are really good. Very good. What about you, TA? Uh, it was, I would describe my overall experience as amazing. I really got to delve into being Tiger more, expressing that part of me, letting go of fears. Like I wasn't at all afraid of bugs crawling out on me at night. It was just me and me and the tiger energy. That was it. Um, I, I got to be around Yuzef and I got to experience what it's like to be around another full on tiger. And it was absolutely amazing. It was enlightening. It, I discovered a number of things about myself that I would have never discovered on my own. For instance, how much that part of me is important. Like, not just, yes, I know it's important and, be, and let's move on, but yes, it's important and you should do something with it. Like, don't just sit on that knowledge. Go out there, let it express itself. It's you know, it's not, nothing's going to happen unless you let it happen. Make time for it to happen. You know, it may be inconvenient for you, but it's, it's very important to your well-being. I still got the picture of the cat climbing the tree. Yeah. <laughs> Called it on day one. Uh, I was going to climb it too, but the mosquitoes in the area were just horrible. Those were not mosquitoes. I don't know what those were, but those were not mosquitoes. I'm still itching. To add to that, there were several other experiences I had, such as the drum circle. I had a bit of um, revelation, I guess is too strong of a word, but like sort of a, a very strong experience. And then, of course, there was the uh, paw massages I got. I was like, oh, and the ear scratches. Oh, oh, man. Those phantom ear scratches were the best. But I'll tell you, uh, Maimed Wolf does some mean uh, palm massages. Hey, now, we're not advertising, are we? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but um, no, that, that, those, that massage was, um, that made me feel in more detail my phantom paw than um, I had felt in a long time. Nice. So yeah, uh, overall experience, fantastic. Would definitely do again. Longer, please. More revelations. The uh, the length of time, uh, it was only like, three days. So four days, three. I don't. Not even. It was only two full days. Uh, even less if you came in the the eve the afternoon. Right. It was like uh, it was a solid day and a half, and then like Sunday was basically everyone kind of packing up, saying goodbyes, cleaning up, that sort of thing. Yeah, but. 
again with this this site kind of a trial run just to see how it would go i mean it seemed like it's gone very well so hopefully next year we'll be able to extend it yeah it's, it's hard to go sure. around work schedules for this kind of stuff too for sure anything that you two would change in the future I, I think we kind of had a weakness in the uh, food area, but I think we did very well, all things considered. I would agree with the food area. I think that we, well, it's not even that we didn't prepare, because we did. We brought a fair amount of stuff, too. Just better decision-making at the time for meals versus, you know, oh, it's almost 1030. We should eat. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't have dinner that night until like, yeah, that that was crazy. But I think uh, people weren't really or focusing on the time or fixating on the time. So I guess that's the good thing in and of itself. But uh, yeah. yeah, I I was planning on coming down with this really big cooler and packing all kinds of meat and everything. I was like that. I ended up eating pop tarts, a lot of pop tarts. So... Wait, you had a big cooler of meat? No, I planned on that, and then just to save oh. um, <laughs> stuff, uh, save on space in my car. Um, since my mate didn't come, I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to do all that. But in hindsight, I probably still should have. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I. I I was seen crushing, absolutely crushing a bag of chips at one point. That's okay. Y yes, you were. I would like to add that I've heard from many people that this experience has also really opened them up to their, their inside. So, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not alone in that. That's good. It's part of the, well, that's what they're for. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, I think it's interesting because it's uh, some people from the outside think it's probably going to be so full of like cringy things that nobody can relate to but it's really it's like it's like getting together just with the your friends on a camping trip period yeah, yeah the, the, basically really. the conversations vary but and you get to see so many facets of their personalities and their their individual lives there, there's encouragement to participate in those parts of your lives too right like so if you want to be a little shifty and you feel uncomfortable with it, people will encourage you. If you feel like you want to do something spiritual, people are going to encourage you. Like camaraderie is the word I would use for it. Yeah, definitely. And I would add to that that initially there was resistance to get into that. But once I started breaking out of that, I had heard that I encouraged several others to break out of their, themselves and because they saw me being so calm and comfortable in my own skin as with that tiger energy that it really encouraged them to come out but yeah it even took me a while to kind of get into that calm mode too so i think people again uh, people feed off of each other in that kind of way so if people feel like they're they're comfortable they're going to exude that confidence and i think by the end everybody was pretty comfortable indeed please here uh listen uh when we were recording this episode Discord was rather rude to me and cut me out. So I had to record this little here patch and slap it on the side. Mwahahaha. Anyway, just a couple of quick points that I wanted to make about Howls in general before I get to the main point. Uh, for one thing, I just wanted to bring up the uh, somewhat uncomfortable point that being on the outside looking in on these kinds of things, that can be a jagged pill to swallow. That, you know, that, that, that can hurt. And we totally get that. Uh, it was kind of hard for me because I wasn't able to attend the Howl in Virginia, even though I was given an invite. Just various reasons I couldn't do it. And after wrestling with my feelings about that for a while, I got to thinking, you know, I'm most definitely not the only person out there who feels that way about Howls and not being able to attend. So I just wanted to take a moment to remind everybody that uh, giving up on it is not going to help. Just hang in there and keep hoping that one day you'll get an opportunity. And another thing that I thought maybe I'd bring up is perhaps in the future, uh, Therian Howells can start taking more advantage of technologies like Zoom and what have you not. And we can set up Zoom meetings as a means of bringing in people into the event and into the experience a little bit who might otherwise not be able to. It's, of course, not the authentic face-to-face, I-can-touch-you experience, but it's better than having to miss out entirely. So it's just a thought that I wanted to toss out there. Maybe in future Howls, we can start getting some balance between in real life and technology online. Right, and then as for myself here, 
I've long had ambitions about trying to organize and put together a howl, but it's just been a thing on the back burner in my brain until this experience of watching the Virginia howl go down. So now I feel more than ever inspired to step up and start trying to organize one of my own. I am Canadian. I live in British Columbia, the western part, on Vancouver Island. The location that I have in mind to organize and host this howl is, for any Therian of a northern theriotype, the area I have in mind is a dream. It's called Strathcona Park. It's attached to hundreds and hundreds of hectares of wild wilderness in the mountains. There's lakes, there's rivers that are fed by glaciers, old growth forests. It's just absolutely a gem. And available in Strathcona Park, for planned events, there are group campsites. If the event got big enough, there's even Strathcona Lodge, which has cabins if we wanted to get really, really big. But my intention is to start small, the group of Therians, and let's get some campgrounds reserved, some other events. There's like, for example, there's boat rentals available. There's all kinds of trails to hike, both easy and difficult. There's the lake on one side of the campground, the river on the other. So there's swimming opportunities, photography, filming, you name it. And if we're lucky enough to beat the fire season, we can tell ridiculous stories around campfires and all that kind of good stuff. If anyone's interested in starting to talk and make plans for organizing a howl on Vancouver Island here in Canada, maybe for next year if all goes well, I would definitely love to hear from you. The best and easiest way to reach out would probably be just to send an email to the podcast, wherewepodcast at gmail.com, and address that to me with your interests. If, however, you would rather reach out to me privately on Discord, that's okay too. You can look me up at B-L-A-Y-Z. That's important. People often misspell my name. It's not blaze as in fire. It's B-L-A-Y-Z or Z, tomato, tomato, pound 9181. That's B-L-A-Y-Z, hashtag 9181 on Discord. Uh, you might have to send me a friend request to get through. I'm not sure what my settings are on that yet, but that's okay. I don't mind. And yeah, once again, if anyone's interested in potentially putting together a howl on Vancouver Island in Canada, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And having said all that... Now for our segment, Dear Banshee, Straight Perspectives on Spotty Questions. This question comes from the collective brain of the VA Howl, which we ask, Dear Banshee, what is oo Uh, usually we don't talk about such things around here. Um, I think this question actually broke him. I, I think it did. I'm, <laughs> my mind's going so many different places, but I'm like, my lawyer's going, keep it, keep it family friendly, keep it family friendly. <laughs> Wait, Uwu isn't family friendly? I don't know. My teenage son keeps making it simple. So I'm like, I don't know what that is. It's a teenage thing, probably. Or furry, I don't know. Is that your official answer, answer Badgie? Is it can mean many different things. Yes, it can. Ooh. Ooh. We broke him. We broke him. I love it. <laughs> Damn it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took the collective efforts of an entire howl, so... I wouldn't be too uh, too ashamed. Yes, it took the efforts of the entire howl, a rain stick, and several wearings of the pelt. <laughs>